and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFOs in the UK. Now, you probably have heard already about some of the information that was recently released in the UK by their Ministry of Defense over there, the MOD. A lot of you probably have heard about that if you've ever seen any of Nick Pope's stuff. And they're the folks that were in charge of tracking the UFO phenomena for a long time. Now, this article comes from The Standard. It's titled, Cheshire's UFO Sighting Hotspots Revealed as UK's X-Files are Published for the First Time. The author is Matt Warner. It starts off, it says, Cheshire's UFO Sighting Hotspots have been revealed as the UK's answer to the X-Files have been published for the first time. Claimed sightings of UFOs received by a now-defunct UFO desk unit within the RAF have been published on the UK government's website. The RAF took the decision to wind up the unit in 2009 after concluding that in more than 50 years no received report had been disclosed no received report had ever disclosed any evidence of a potential threat. Now think about that. This has been wrapped up in 2009. Here we are in 2020, 11 years later, and they're just now getting around to publishing their results. This, I do not find this encouraging. This is the trademark of every bureaucracy. They are simply more interested in perpetuating their own paycheck from week to week than they are really about ever doing anything for the taxpayer, in my opinion. It says, previously records from the unit were given to the National Archives, often initially classified before being released after a specific number of years. Now you have to ask yourself, here we have one bureaucratic organization taking down reports from citizens concerning UFOs, and instead of sharing those reports with the public, oh no, can't put those in the public domain, they simply hold on to them for several years and then turn them over to another bureaucratic organization which classifies them. Why would you classify a simple UFO sighting? That's just stupid, unless... It's just to hide the information and the data to make themselves seem a little more important, a little more useful. And maybe by the time your grandkids get through high school, we'll let you have a peek at them. But probably not. Well, things turned out a little bit different this time. It says, but, but the most recent reports received by the RAF have been placed online following a Freedom of Information Act request. Well, how about that? Apparently, enough voters got together and got a law passed so at least the most benign of these reports could be shared publicly without being stored in a box somewhere in a cellar for 15 or 20 or 30 or 40 years for no good reason. Members of the public reporting alleged UFO sightings are now directed to their local police force. The final documented reports from the 2009 record, 626 sightings in the U.K., including one sighting in Elmsmere Port and another in Chester. Well, here you go. We've gone from having a central point where UFO reports could be collected and dispersed from to just send it to your local police station. And you can imagine what happens with those reports. If they aren't thrown in the trash pretty quickly, they're probably locked in away somewhere in a file cabinet where you have about the chance of a snowball and furnace of ever recovering them. It says in North Wales, four sightings were reported on Anglesey, one in Leandiduno, two in Deeside, and two in Gwynedd. 
The documents from 1997 to 2009 include 13 reports from people in what is now the Cheshire West and Chester Authority. These include many descriptions of objects seen in the skies, the most common shape being an orb or sphere, although squares, tubes, and disks have also been described. Some are described as solitary objects, while other people reported seeing clusters of one large object with smaller lights circling it. Now, we often talk about these as uh, mothership with possible ships around it or a mother orb, however you want to look at it. Another common type of UFO sighting. The most common colors of the reported object are orange, white, and silver. But people also reported seeing black, red, green, and blue objects. In Wexstrom, a new dimension was added in 1998 when a witness described a UFO as having a nasty smell. Now, I would interject here that uh, on occasion we will hear about uh, UFOs or UFO sites producing a bad smell, sometimes described as sulfur, imagine that. Most other reports were from members of the public, but some were made by police officers, pilots, and airport staff and journalists. By their very nature, UFO sightings do not come with hard evidence, and there has been a significant decline in reports since 2014, partly put down to the increasing sophistication of technology used to record incidents and governments around the globe declassifying information, as the UK government has done here. Well, I would just disagree and say that probably there are reports, but people are finding that they're a lot more, um, they're, they're a lot better off just to put the things on YouTube or maybe send them in to MUFON. But we have the internet at our, at our uh, fingertips at this point, and with smartphones, the whole process of reporting um, UFO sightings has become decentralized. So it's much easier to do. It's much, e it's much easier to post something on the internet. And people who have encounters with these things no longer have to go through a gatekeeper in order to let other people know what they've seen. It says, most sightings could be misidentified aircraft, lanterns. I just have to say, the lanterns. How many Chinese lanterns could possibly exist in the world? And if that many people were releasing little floating objects with fires inside, wouldn't those lanterns have caused a lot more brush fires, house fires, whatever, than what they have? As far as I'm concerned, it should be illegal, if it's not, to release a object that rises through the air, which contains an incendiary device inside. Lanterns, I don't get it. Satellites, we know about those. We know about the Starlink satellites. These things are reported all the time. They're easy to identify because they're simply a line of straight lights that moves across the sky. And then it says, or uncommon natural phenomena. And Gwynwald's Mountains and Anglesey unobstructed views across the sea might account for a high number of sightings in the region. But there will always be people out there who believe we are not alone and the truth is out there. Now you see how this author just kind of twists the narrative a little bit. There will always be people. So what they're doing here. They are trying, well, it's pretty obvious to me, they're marginalizing the people that have had encounters or have, have had sightings of UFOs. Just because you happen to walk outside, look up in the sky and see an orb zipping through the horizon or possibly hovering there, and possibly you've had an up-close encounter like me and a lot of other people have had, that doesn't mean that you were one of those people. 
It just means you were a person that saw something and said something. Recorded sightings of unexplained objects in the sky, 1997-2009. This is Cheshire West, May 9th, 2009, Norwich. Four big lights in a line formation. August 6, 2009, Chester, orb shape, glowing on underside only, orange color, orange faded, an object looked like a black shadow. November 14, 2009, Ellesmere Port, 7 to 8, bright orange flame lights in the sky, not plane or helicopter, no noise, and moved fast, then disappeared. Now, having seen one of these things, I can tell you they're a little bit strange. In my experience, I've seen one... Oh, maybe the size of half of a basketball. It was right in town where I was driving. I just looked up, and there this thing was just easily floating up to the sky. And I can assure you that it was not a Chinese lantern. Explanation? I don't have one. June fifteenth, two 2008, Waverton, Chester. A formation of 18 lights. They appeared like a flock of helicopters with lights on. They gave off no sound, but there was a slight rattle. December 1, 2008, Wetton Hall, Winsford, a crest-shaped object moving to the southeast at the rear of the witness property. Crest-shaped. Yeah, we've, we've heard of these crest shapes. Sometimes they take on the, they can take on any kind of shape. January 2008, Chester, Cheshire. It was an unusual sighting of an object. January 25, 2003, Chester. Twelve bright lights moving from side to side. January 9th, 2000, Cheshire, exact location not recorded. The object eclipsed the moon. The object was a ring shape. That actually sounds like it must have been a pretty good-sized UFO. April 16th, 2000, Beeston. A very bright light in the sky was pulsing and changing shape. Then the object went out like a light and disappeared. February 4th, 1999, M56 toward Cheshire. One circular object, very dark, with four permanent red lights and three to four pulsating lights. March 30th, 1998, Malpas. The object was silent and was changing from pale blue to green, then yellow, and had one bright light. It moved erratically in the sky. February 2nd, 1997, Chester. Orange round object was very bright, was high up, made a rapid downwards descent. That's a little strange. A lot of times these orange, almost like fireballs or plasma balls, whatever you want to call them, a lot of times they're moving up, or they seem to be moving through the sky. This one moving down. August 21st, August 1997, Balcon. There was one large circular object with two smaller ones beside it. The larger one kept moving from side to side. Anglesey, April 13th, 2009, Mulfrey. Looked like a Chinese lantern. September 2009, RAF Valley. Two round balls were in the sky chasing each other. September 2009, Angsley. Object was similar to an egg shape and was amber in color. It appeared to be hovering, hovering over the fields before disappearing. Five minutes later, two objects appeared in the same area, then disappeared and reappeared over the many straits. Number, October 10th, 2009, Beaumarie Anglesey. Two triangular orange lights about 10 seconds apart. May 19, 2008, Ringling Cabaret, a round, bright object. It was moving southwest to northeast and moved slowly and quietly. September 1, 2000, Silver, 2000, Rossland. The object looked like a brightly colored aircraft. The object was moving quite fast. And it goes on here, and it has quite a few more of these. They, they seem like a lot of these 
are the sort of uh, orb sightings we, that we see. Um, but it, just the very large number of these things tells us that something is going on in this area. And this, and this actually, you know, being from from 10 years ago, and 11 years ago, and 12 years ago. Now, there was one other article I did find here, and this one grabbed my attention because uh, it's also uh, concerning the recent released MOD files. It says, Alien in my house among 21 Cumbria UFO sightings revealed by government. And then the author here is Lauren Ballinger, released May 19th, 2020. And it goes through here and does some of the same thing. It says that the MOD stopped taking UFO reports after December 1st, 2009, stating in more than 50 years no UFO sighting reported to the department as indicated the existence of any military threat. Um, and we can go down here. There's a couple of them here that were pretty interesting. A lot of the same types. White Heaven, 2006, a triangular object with green, red, and amber lights was spotted. And the witness said it made a strange droning noise as it passed over. 1997, Penrith, one object the size of a star and the brightness of a star. It moved fast and then stopped and sped off. Uh, let's see here. It goes clear back here. Here, 2004, looked like a star bright and was moving forward. Kindle, there was a quite low red and orange light. A bright phosphorus white light fell from the orange light toward the ground before disappearing. The red light was static throughout the sighting, June 20th, 11 p.m. Now, we do see some videos of this where you'll actually see these uh, orb-shaped or almost plasma balls. And they'll just have, it's almost like streaks of plasma dropping down out of the out of one of these uh, objects and then sometimes it'll expand into another one. This looks almost like a molten lava falling from it. You can go there on the website. I'm not finding the exact uh, report on the alien encounter. Sometimes I think there's a little bit of clickbait on these. I have posted the links to these articles on my Twitter account, uh, UFO Warning. You can get there from sub, uh, at Warning Sub UFO. There are some pretty interesting sightings listed, and there's one other one I wanted to cover here, and that is um, there was a recent uh, UFO uh, orb sighting that was uh, videotaped there in the UK, and I also have a link to that video on the Twitter account, UFO Warning. Now, the video lasts, I think, like three and a half minutes, three minutes and 44 seconds or something. And I think it's a pretty good quality. What it is, uh, it's a family. They're outside in their yard or on their patio or whatever. And they look up in the sky. And you can hear the kids talking. They're videoing this orb up in the sky. And it's kind of a, a little bit of a, uh, some, you know, some clouds in the background. But other than that, a pretty clear day. And you can see this very white silvery orb up there. It's kind of hovering. And then it begins to move through the clouds at a pretty high speed. And people are really talking excitedly. Classic orb sighting. And it's interesting, like we've said about a lot of these, they've really exploded, and here we are in the middle of this global uh, scamdemic lockdown, and it seems as though the longer we are locked down, the more of these things are being videotaped. Now, that could just be uh, 
a result of the fact that so many people are locked in their houses and they're sticking their heads outside with their cell phone cameras up in the air and they're just videotaping stuff, or I should say cell phone, videoing things that have been here all along, but but, but the fact that people aren't working, the fact that they're stuck at home, they just have more time and maybe more inclination to um, video this stuff. But this is a particularly good video. Like I said, it's about three and a half minutes, three and three quarters minutes. I have it there uh, on uh, the Twitter site, UFO Warning, and it's worth a watch. And it has the ring of authenticity. I mean, it's it makes you think, yeah, this is something people will do. They're looking up, they see this strange thing up in the sky, the whole family there. We have multiple witnesses, and somebody has a presence of mind to take out a cell phone and just videotape it, or just cell phone video it. And the quality is decent. I mean, it's at quite a distance. It's hard to tell what it is because it's so far away. It's almost like it could be a metallic, uh, a metallic object of some kind. It seems like it kind of either phases in and out a little bit in brightness, or possibly it's just reflecting the sun. I can't quite tell. But it's it's decent video. It's got some good uh, audio quality to go along with it, and I I think it's uh, I think it's something worth looking at. In totality, we really have to see that even though here in the United States we don't always. Um, get a lot of traction from the reports that come out of the UK. There are a lot of uh, UFO sightings that come out of there, especially it seems up like up in the, in the in the area of Scotland, Cumbria, whatever you want to call it. And a lot of the areas along uh, the southern uh, coast of England, you also have a lot of uh, really cool stuff coming out. It just takes a little bit of looking for it to find it. And I think it's Maybe it's a good development that finally, after 11 years, the MOD and the UK has finally decided to release some of their some of their UFO files. Every little bit helps. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.